0: Welcome back to the JW Nixon High School Class of 1992 podcast. I'm your host, Missy Barrientos. This episode's guest is Chris Ortegon Irwin. If you're friends with Chris on Facebook, you know that she travels a lot for work. Well, Chris shares with us one very important tip when traveling, especially if you like ice and cold drinks. She also shares two things about herself that I did not know. And we talk about how older family members introduced us to the horror genre when we were probably too young to realize what we were watching. Enjoy.
1: So good to see you. You too. You and too. Jet setter. Oh my God. I know. It's, it sounds luxurious, but it's really not. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you for doing this interview. I really appreciate you could take some time from your busy schedule to do this. I'm so excited (laughs) to catch up with you. So let's welcome you onto the Class of 1992 podcast with Christy Ortegon Irwin. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What you do that brings you the most satisfaction rewards?
1: Well again I'm a licensed interior designer but I've been doing the facilities assessments and it is a very rewarding job because you know I do get to travel and but you know the biggest reward is always when I get to come home and see my family again I've I think I've found a good balance psychologically well good (laughs) to be able to deal with it so yeah
0: well let's go back 30 years 30 plus years what were you like as a teenager?
1: I think I was just smiling. (laughs) I was, I was a good kid. My parents needed a lot of help at home. So, you know, I would do my thing. Yes, I'd have fun, you know, go out and have fun, but I would help around the house a lot with other siblings, younger siblings. I had three younger siblings. So help a lot with that. And then um, I had my grandmother at the time, you know, needed a lot of care. So I helped her out a lot too.
0: You know, we've known each other since we were five, right? Yeah. But when I think about you and, you know, we'd see each other in church, even though we ended up going to different schools and then meeting up again in Nixon, mm-hmm. I remember you as smiling, yeah. Always <laughs> smiling for some reason Now that you mentioned that it's like, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I picture you and I was thinking, About getting ready for this interview, it's like
1: Chris is always smiling. Yeah. Chris as you called (laughs) you. I I always tell people don't always confuse it for happiness. Sometimes it's insanity.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You don't know
1: what's, you know,
0: (laughs) stirring underneath those waters. Yeah. That's
1: even the majority of the time is happiness. But yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh God, I'm going crazy.
0: (laughs) Well, you can do a smile and that's right. That's right. Uh, what do you think your classmates thought of you?
1: Um, I'd like to think they thought I was friendly and happy. I was, think I was nice to everybody.
0: I think you were. Oh. Were you in any sort of clubs or any organizations?
1: Okay, so according to the yearbook, which my mom found in a box when she moved to San Antonio and she brought it brought it back to, I was like, what? I was, but the only one I remember was the, the NASA, the science club. I remember being really active in that. And I remember being active in LULAC, but yeah, all the other ones, I don't know. I always wonder what LULAC exactly did. We did a lot of fun stuff because it was a lot of volunteering at um, city events. So, for example, um, oh, what was it called, Noche de something, where there would be, you know, a fundraiser dinner, and then there would be um, a lot of Hispanic and a lot of artists from Mexico, you know, come and play, like, con- like, almost like a concert, but it was like in a dinner setting. Yeah, I think I remember what Noche de... De Gala, maybe? Noche I think you Noche de Gala sounds about right. Something like that. At but it, so it was a lot of fun because, yeah, at the Civic Center. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of fun because we would get to go, you know, not just help usher people to their tables, but, you know, we'd get to stick around and see some of the, some of the show. So who did
0: you hang out with in high school?
1: High school, I uh, hung out a lot with Rick Solis, with Lenzies, um, Leo Perez, Jennifer Baber. Gabe Garcia.
0: Did y'all have any favorite hangouts? Now I know from Rick that everybody hung out at Len's house. Everybody
1: hung out at Len's house. And if we weren't at Len's house, we were at Rick's house.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you skateboard too? I don't remember.
1: God, no. Are you kidding me?
2: (laughs) You were the smart one. (laughs) Yeah.
0: You're the smart one in the group. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Um, did you skip any classes when you were in high school, a senior?
1: You know, I didn't very much. Um, when I did, I would go to the payphones outside. Remember in front of the office building, there were some, there was a wall of payphones. Right. I would call my mom and I would tell her, mom, I'm going to go into the office and say, I'm feeling sick. So they're going to call you. And so they would call her and she would say, yes, okay. You know. I'm going to pick her up or whatever. And then I'd go do whatever I was going to go do.
0: I always loved your mom. I didn't know why. Now I know why. Now
1: you know why. Yeah. <laughs> she always had my back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, she looks like someone who would have your back. That's, yeah. that's awesome. I just, I love that story. Um, so did you have um, an after school or a weekend job? I know you said you would take care of your younger siblings. And yeah,
1: your so I did not. And the reason, the main reason was because my dad at an early age said that I would not be allowed to work during high school because he didn't want me to know what it was like to have my own money and then get distracted from, from college, going to college and college goals. And, you know, he was like, I don't want you. If once you get the taste for making your own money, you're just going to want to work and keep making money instead of getting an education.
0: So what was a typical day like for you, your senior year?
1: Um, after school, you know, if we weren't hanging out, um, I'd go home and we'd kind of take turns, you know, my sister and I, um, where, you know, okay, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I go home and take care of grandma, you know, the other days you do so. There was a lot of that, and then I would, since I was the oldest, um, I also had to pick up everybody else at school, so I had a car in high school since freshman year, but only reason was because I had to go pick up everybody at school, and they were all at different schools, so once Monica, my sister, got into high school, it was like, oh, thank God, like, I only have two kids to pick up, you know, <laughs> so yeah, it was kind of lame, actually not a lot of fun stuff.
0: Oh, you know, but still you had your own car, which is, you know, yeah,
1: that was nice.
0: That was pretty cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Let me see. I need to refer to my questions here and it's a little dark. I need more light, but you know, the vision. (laughs) I know. What are some of your favorite memories from high school?
1: Um. One of my favorite memories, I think, was um, when we did. Do you remember we did the physics day at Astroworld? Yes. I still remember that. And I think it was like one of the best times I've ever had in high school. It was just so much fun. You know, everybody, I feel like everybody, even though everybody was already friends, like it just really brought everyone that much closer together and set a good bond.
0: Yeah. There was something about working these problems together as we were writing.
1: Yeah. You know, the,
0: the, the, the drives. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I remember it took me a while to understand. I don't know if it was cause I was dense or what, maybe it was the sun. I don't know. Could have been. <laughs> The humidity, but not understanding the carousel. <laughs> the carousel. It's like, why is this going slower? And that's going faster. I just, <laughs> yes. <laughs> why I went into writing instead. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: I know. Yeah. That um, was not my forte either,
0: <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun figuring it that. Was. Out. It was. Do you have any memories that from high school that you kind of look back with regret or kind of make you groan?
1: Um, I don't think so. Other, uh, other than the fact that I feel like I didn't try very hard, at studying or, you know, it was just like, you know, whatever, whatever I I could learn when I was in class. It's not like I went home and studied, you know? So then when I was in college, it was very difficult for me to study. I didn't have a technique down. And so that kind of threw off my game, made it hard. Yeah. Thank God for architecture school where I didn't have... (laughs) I'm studying to do was a lot of model building or LJC (laughs) yes yeah yeah it gave me that good boost
0: yeah I remember one time we went to physics class and the everybody's desks were cleared and I walked in like what are we having a test you're like yes yes (laughs) (laughs) like oh oops (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's yeah Yep. One of those. Yeah. Thank goodness for LJC. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Who do you think were the cool kids our senior year?
1: Oh, I say all the kids that were kickers. They all just look like all cool and laid back and like they belonged in a movie. Yeah. Who were, who were your favorite teachers and why? favorite teachers, hands down, uh, Ms. Leindecker. So she was the one that kind of put life into perspective for me. Our senior year at midterms was when my grandmother passed away. So the day of our midterm was my grandmother's funeral. I went, of course, you know, I went to the funeral and I let her know, you know, I, my grandmother passed away. I have to go to the funeral so I go to the funeral and then, you know, after the funeral, everybody comes over to your house and, you know, bring pan dulce and all kinds of food. So everybody's just hanging out. And my mom says, there's a teacher on the phone for you. And it was Miss Landecker. And she says, okay, um, so grandmother's funeral is about over, right? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, okay, I need you to come in and take this test. Oh wow. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. I went in, took the test, bombed it. Cause you know, I mean, my mind just wasn't in it. So, and when I say bombed, it was like, I think I made a 68 on that test and you know, that was bad, really bad for me. And so when I saw that, I told her I was going to drop the class and she was like, what? No, you're not going to drop the class. She was like, you're going to work harder the rest of the semester to make up for this grade. And she was like, things happen in life that are out of your control and it's going to happen a lot. And you can't let that get in your way. You can never let anything stop your path. So it was like kind of an eye opener. And yeah, yeah. So I really appreciated that because that always stuck with me
0: seems a bit honest for you know a, a high school student to hear but yeah I think it was also necessary sometimes to hear
1: right that. yeah it really was because especially for me it was like I was just happy-go-lucky you know <laughs> whatever whatever happened happened and yeah she was like no like no
0: accountability, Gotta stay focused.
1: Mm-hmm. accountability. Yeah. yeah wow so what classes were your hardest oh god chemistry chemistry. yeah I mean I had kind of blocked that entire subject out because yeah that was probably <laughs> I just couldn't get it I just couldn't grasp anything in that class I'm surprised I even made it through <laughs>
0: Well, now several of us have admitted to copying from our partners in chemistry. <laughs>
1: That's probably how I made it through. <laughs> I know um, I sat by uh, Jenny Maldonado. So I think we shared our stuff quite a bit.
0: Yeah, she's smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was your favorite music in high school?
1: Ooh, I, liked, I liked all kinds of music. Um, I'd like. A lot of, like, Mana, Magneto, Ricky Martin. Loved him. Still love him. But then I also liked things like, you know, Tool, Marilyn Manson. So I was a little all over. All over the place. I do regret that I didn't like any Tejano stuff at the time. So I feel like, you know, that kind of made me miss out on a lot. Because I was like, oh, no. It's our parents' music. Yes. Yes. And now I'm like, dang it, like, I should have paid a little more attention to that.
0: What movies or TV shows or books or magazines or any of that
1: um, um, popular
0: culture were you into?
1: When I was in high school, I read a lot of um, horror novels. I read a lot of Stephen King. Um, I read Edgar Allan Poe over and over again. I mean, that was just kind of my my little niche loved it still love it um probably you know the my movies now even are still mostly horror movies I know my husband hates it because I'm always like let's watch a movie and he's like yeah and I'm like something scary and he's like oh again (laughs) but you know when I was a kid my grandmother loved scary movies she was always into scary movies my mom tells me the story about how when the exorcist first got released apparently the priest at the church was like don't go see this movie you know and she was very religious right she was the first one in line so whenever she'd tell my parents oh I'm taking the girls to the movies and you know my mom's thinking we're gonna go see Snow White or you know some type of kids film she would take us to see you know I remember watching Friday the 13th at the drive-in I remember um, one of the first movies I saw with her was Jaws and Jaws scared the crap out of me after that. Like I didn't want to go in the ocean because, you know, so every movie I ever watched was horror and it kind of just, I guess, stuck with me into books, (laughs) movies, everything.
0: We were living with my aunt at the time she loved horror movies especially the Mexican ones with dolls yes and I'd watch them too so <laughs> you know I like horror movies too and I watch them. and my husband just he would not he would refuse to watch him yeah like, oh, you know, I have to watch this on my own
1: <laughs> yeah yeah but I'm gonna be scared afterwards I can't watch it yeah. on my own
0: <laughs> exactly I just love it but I hate it but I love yes. it I love being scared yes yeah it's like an addiction yes it is it's very strange, especially (laughs) since we were so young.
1: I know. I know. Like, what were they thinking? Okay. (laughs) They're fun movies.
0: (laughs) Do you use any Lareda words or phrases?
1: I don't know if I use any phrases, but my bilingualness, did I just make up a word? Bilingualness is real. And I am very Text Maxi. my husband gets really frustrated because you know we'll be having a conversation and my mom and I'll be having a conversation and he's like I don't know half of what y'all just said like can you please just use one language and we're like no we can't even if we try we can't we just flip-flop so I mean that's never gone away and
2: that's- when I do
1: it in front of people you know that aren't from from Laredo <laughs> They kind of freak out.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's curious that it stayed with you, even though you live in San Antonio. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it stayed. And I love it.
0: <laughs> Everyone else has to just catch up.
1: Yeah. Pretty much.
0: Do you still have, oh, well, you mentioned that your mom gave you a box with like, high <laughs> yes. school things.
1: Yes. What else is in that box? Um, I believe my memory book was in there and some photos. So, I mean, it's really surprised when she handed me that box. I thought, I mean, I thought that was long gone. So,
0: pretty cool. Did you, ho- did you hold on to anything else aside, you know, outside of the box? from No, high school? I
1: did not. Mm-mm. No.
0: Whom from high school are you most interested in finding out about?
1: Probably um, a lot of people, but I think Jennifer Baber and Leo Perez. And I know Leo and Rick, last week, they got to hang out, they texted me and sent me a a selfie of the two of them. So that was really cool. Oh, wow. But I mean, yeah, Leo just, it's like, where have you been? Yeah, (laughs) I'd really like to hear what he's been up to.
0: We're approaching life after high school. What did you do after graduation?
1: After graduation, I was at LJC for two years, taking my basics. (laughs) And then I transferred to UTSA to go to interior design school. And so my last semester of interior design, I was like, oh, the architecture kids get to do the cooler stuff. So I transferred to architecture school So I did that. So it's like, I think I was on a 10 year graduation program. So I feel like I graduated early because it only took me seven years to, to finish. (laughs) So what was that like? You know, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun architecture school and interior design school. It's a lot of, a lot of work at the studio on campus versus, you know, a lot of taking classes, studying, taking tests. So So you really build that bond with people because you're together 24 seven with your group of people and it's hard. It can be frustrating, but at the same time, you know, it's just, it was a lot of fun. What were the rest of your
0: twenties like?
1: Uh, Poor, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, cause I was in school for so long. So then it was like, after I graduated, I think I graduated, I think I was 20, 24, 25. And um, so then it was like, okay, start paying back student loans and get a job. And oh my God, now I have to pay rent. I don't know what I was thinking. I rented a house by myself. And so it was, it was real, you know, a lot of grown up stuff all of a sudden and But again, it was, it was a lot of fun and, you know, having the support, support of my family, like you can do this. It was, it was good. Good twenties. And how about your thirties? Thirties. Okay. So my thirties, you know, you start becoming a little financially secure. So it's like, oh, now I can have fun. Now I can start going out a lot and start traveling and so my 30s I'm embarrassed to say are a little bit of a blur (laughs) my oh my 20s though I did meet my husband when I was in my 20s but he was a little bit of a jerk so
0: (laughs) (laughs) you might have just been responding to your 20s
1: blur or that's right (laughs) it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Good times though. It was all good times. So what about
0: the past 10 years?
1: So the past 10 years, I caught myself in my late thirties. I was working way too much, you know, putting in so many hours and to where I kind of stopped having fun. I, you know, I've always loved what I do. And all of a sudden it just wasn't fun anymore. So quit my job and I opened up my own practice and I did that for four or five years. And then during that time I got married. So, you know, my poor husband, he's like, oh crap. Like, I mean, is this a real job? And I'm like, yeah, this is great. Don't worry. But um, at the end of, of those years, Uh, Both my parents got really sick and my mom shouldn't have. She had a knee replacement surgery and she had a little bit of a bleed when they sent her home. Well, they put you on blood thinners when you have knee replacement surgery and that bleed just didn't stop. So she almost bled out, ended up in the hospital. While I was at the hospital with my mom, my husband was with my dad and then it turned out my dad had pneumonia. And that turned into sepsis and Mercer and all, I mean, it was just like all this stuff all at once. And I was spending a lot of time in Laredo, back and forth, San Antonio to Laredo. Of course, you know, I'm not working, so no money's coming in. During that time, one of my very close friends, Patricia, called me and said, hey, I have this great opportunity and she was like, I know you just got married. I know everything you're going through with your parents right now. She's like, but do you want to go to Japan? And I was like, oh. <laughs> so that's how I got this job as an assessor, you know, and, and I had asked her, you know, are you hiring me as a, you know, as a sub, as a, my company? Or she was like, no, like I need to hire you directly. So, you know, Clay and I talked about it and he was like, you know, you're never going to get an opportunity like this again. So I took the opportunity and headed to Japan. And that's, yeah, that was the start of my um, assessor life.
0: Your jet set life.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> been good.
0: If we had asked 18 year old you what you would be doing 30 years later, what would you have said?
1: I would have said that I would have been an interior designer, which is hilarious. But to me, <laughs> I wanted to take an auto mechanics class in high school. Me too. Because, yeah, I don't know if the same thing happened to you because we were in the honors program. I was told I could not do it.
0: Honors and band. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So somehow I managed to take an interior design course in high school. I didn't, never understood how that was okay versus auto mechanics. I don't know. But when I did that, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed that class, really liked it. And I don't know if you remember when we were at LJC, I was taking some, it wasn't online at that time, but it was kind of, yes. Yeah. To get me started so I could get into the interior design program at UTSA. So, yeah. I mean, not that I do design work anymore, but you mean friends
0: don't call on you to ask you, Hey, Chris,
1: <laughs> I always, what do you you think know, I know. Yeah, it does happen a lot. And I always, I always help out, help out friends in need.
0: Do you get interior designer discounts? I do. <laughs> I do. You heard it here first.
1: Yeah. What is it? Pottery Barn, West Elm, all those fun places. Nice. That's like a 20% discount. So it's pretty significant. That is significant. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm just going to, you know, make a a note of that for for later.
1: (laughs) Start going through the catalogs, marking stuff off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I digress. Okay. What are the top three memories of your life after high school?
1: Definitely reacquainting myself with my husband and I was getting married what 19 years later whatever it was meeting my stepdaughter for the very first time that was a really big thing and really really special moment in my life she's quite the character so you know we hit it off right away so that she was two and a half years old so that was fun And I'm going to say getting stuck, stuck in quotes, in Tokyo while I was working because basically I got a free trip to Tokyo hotel, all expenses paid because per diem. So that was amazing. That's nice.
0: Do you stay in touch with anyone from high school?
1: Um, I see in touch with uh, Len and Rick you know we don't talk every day but you know when we do it's just like you know I can pick up the phone and call one of them right now and it's just you know same and then the person that I talk to maybe once once a week at least we go have tacos Saturday mornings is Teresa Alarcón she, oh
0: I remember I she was with us at LCC right
1: yes yeah yeah she and I are still really close matter of fact she lives maybe half a mile away from me so we have a lot of a lot of fun a lot of breakfast dates and she'll come over for dinner you know or we'll go over to her house and she whenever I'm gone I'll have her i have her check in on my husband. <laughs> Which he, he's like, I'm not a child. And I'm like, well, you know, if I call you and you don't answer the phone, you know, that's right down the street. I would be like, go see if he's okay. That's always good. Yeah.
0: Very convenient. Very convenient of her to live so close to you. I know. <laughs> Other than San Antonio and Laredo, have you
1: lived anywhere else? when i was in college i did an exchange program so i got to spend a summer in mexico city that was great i got to i had a little apartment in the zona rosa and then i would ride the subway to school it was like a 40 minute ride and then and then i'd have to walk about a mile to to my building it was a big campus and so yeah i always felt like once i conquered mexico city I could conquer the world but I mean I don't know if that counts as living anywhere but it does and then uh South Korea Japan I was hotel you know because it was pre-COVID so it was shorter shorter trips but Korea I, I had I had a condo same condo as I was back and forth for what a year a little over a year I guess
0: Did you have a regular bed or a sleeping pod in the Korean condo?
1: (laughs) Okay. So the Korean condo was pretty amazing. It was very, very contemporary. I had a great bed. I had a full kitchen balcony with great views. I mean, it was really nice. Japan, my room in Japan, my hotel room in Japan was maybe like seven by seven feet. I mean, literally, if I sat at the edge of the bed and it was a full-size bed, if I sat at the edge of the bed, my feet would touch the wall. So that was tiny. That's like a cell. Yeah. Yeah. It was tiny. And you're tall. Yeah. So (laughs) it was very claustrophobic. So I was- How long were you there? um, Six months, January through May was my contract with in Japan but you know what it's really it's really interesting to have seen all these different cultures like you know going from you know the Mexican culture our own Hispanic culture and then to see the difference in the Asian cultures as well I mean it's I love it it's a lot of learning you know it's there's a lot of language barriers but you know, by the time I learn the key phrases, it's like, oh, time to go home. And <laughs> how about the food? The food, unfortunately, is amazing. <laughs> so I feel like I eat my way through these trips. Good thing we're so active when we're out there. I mean, it's they're They have really good food, both Japan and Korea. I probably like the food better in Japan, but. Yeah, the Korean food is still delicious. I'm curious, what do they have for breakfast? Oh my God, fish and rice and noodles. Don't get me wrong, noodles are my favorite thing in the world. So I'm cool with the noodles. But after having fish for, for a few days for breakfast, yeah, it's it kind of really old. Yeah. Now... Um when I was in Korea, I found a taqueria really? right down the street for me. Yeah. The guy Did you was it? yes, it was it was awesome. The guy was from Mexico City, the owner, and his oh, wife wow. was Korean. So I mean he had carnitas, he had the gringo tacos, which are the ones with the cheese and avocados, so with the carnitas, and then they add um mozzarella cheese and avocado and pico and oh my god and then that one's on the on a flour tortilla and then they put it on the parrilla like to kind of toast it a little yeah it was like it was the best find ever and it was so good so I took my Korean co-workers there and it was so much fun because they had never eaten a taco Mm -hmm. so you know I had to like okay this is how you hold it and you know don't so I mean they really enjoyed it and so that was really cool because you know they had kind of shown me the way with the Korean food and then I was like ooh, tacos
0: (laughs) who doesn't love tacos I I
1: know I know
0: they're portable they're convenient yes breakfast lunch and dinner yes yeah and you keep the tackle guy in business by, you know, the Korean friends telling you the Korean right. friends. That's so right. Yeah. When you go
1: back, you it'll dogs. be there. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> we have a stepdaughter
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then we have a dog. Mm-hmm. Now this is a nature versus nurture kind of question. Do they have any of your personality
1: traits? My stepdaughter is like my clone. <laughs> she has a lot of my personality traits which is hilarious because, you know, we have a lot of the same mannerisms and the same, we think we're the funniest person in the world and nobody else finds us as funny in, you know, we're just, yeah, she's like my clone. My dog used to, and then when I started traveling, that little trader, she's, yeah, she's daddy's dog. She's not my dog anymore. Like she's a daddy's girl. That's and interesting. yeah, I still love her. <laughs> of course, who
0: can resist those eyes? Oh,
1: no. Especially when I get home and she does this little dance, like spins around and uh, I love her.
0: So on your journey thus far, who has made the biggest impact on your life?
1: Okay. Other than the obvious, you know, mom, dad, Clay and Casey it's it's been my dog and I'll tell you why you know I I think I was never a dog person I've always been a cat person and I got guilted into adopting her because one of my clients found her out in the middle of nowhere and she was very malnourished and half dead and so I didn't want to, but you know, she kind of convinced me like, you know, she needs a home. There were three other pups with her. And she was like, I can't keep all of these puppies. So I take her in and I'm like, ugh, you know, a dog, right? Okay, whatever. Well, it turns out, like, I fell in love with I I loved her so much from the beginning. And so it was a lot of, you know, trips to the vet. And I remember one day I found myself bawling. And because I thought she was going to die. And I was like, how could she die now that I love her? Like, but I feel like she's the one that made me vulnerable to, to be open to just, you know, caring and giving things a chance that, you know, I normally wouldn't have given a chance to. And so, yeah, as weird as it might sound, yeah, it's, it's could go with.
0: Have you experienced any difficulties since you graduated from high school?
1: Um, not major difficulties. You know, of course, there's always the financial ups and downs. I did get furloughed last year when COVID hit, but it was, you know, for a couple of months and, you know, thank God, you know, we were able to just to make it through that. But I mean, I guess right now, difficulty, my dad's been in the hospital, what, almost five weeks now? So, and he's doing, he's doing really well. He's doing a lot better. But the hard part has been, you know, finding a balance between work, home, and keeping my mom sane. So it's been, you know, just Exhausting. We're all exhausted. My mom's exhausted. Um, My sister Annie came down from Oklahoma, and of course she brings all her ganga, like all her kids, right? So my mom's used to, you know, quiet, and these kids are, you know, all their kids. So that's been another, you know, like okay, like let's bring one over this day. Let's, you know, watch, you know, let them spend the night here and there, and and try and keep our sanity all at the same time, but. Other than that, you know, I mean, it's been, it hasn't been, there hasn't been anything major in my life that I would say, you know, difficulties.
0: Well, I'm curious about when you decided to quit your job and go into business on your own, that takes guts. I mean, how did you just decide to go
1: for it? I had a client that had followed me from office to office. And I knew that if, if I did this, I knew that they would follow me and they did, and they kept me, they kept me in business. And then, you know, of course they tell their other people who tell their other people. And so it was, it was not that difficult for me to, to get going. And, you know, it was a big healthcare client. So, you know, healthcare, there's always Always a need for design changes, upgrades, updates, you know, code compliances. So, so, yeah, I mean, they, I was just very, very lucky that, that I had had them for some time and that I had, you know, been working so hard for them to keep them, to keep them happy. But it was scary. Uh, (laughs) I can, yeah, I can imagine. (laughs) There was a lot of nights, you know, of me thinking like, oh, my God, what did I just do? But it all worked out. How do you
0: treasure the biggest joys in your life?
1: The biggest joys in my life are treasured when I force snuggle them, because that would be my husband and Casey. (laughs) And sometimes they don't want to hug, so I force them. The four snuggles no I mean they they really are my biggest joys and we have some really fun times and having having the support this whole time you know I don't know that Clay knew what he was getting into you know from having my own practice to you know then switching and starting to travel and now you know everything going on with my family I mean he's he's been there for me like I can't I couldn't imagine anybody else doing for anyone I mean he's he just grins and bears <laughs> and then Casey she's you know when she's she's here um like every other weekend just about and she's little but she understands you know she knows and she's very supportive as well and she's a great distraction because you know she gets my mind off everything else and yeah so I make sure I take care of them as best I can
0: what's in store for you for the next 10 years and 20 years
1: next 10 years I'm hoping I'm hoping I can physically keep doing what I do for the next 10 years but then I after that I'd like to slow down on the traveling and you know start doing more at home working you know in town versus constantly having to go other places because it is exhausting and I know it's hard on on everybody You know when uh, when I first left to Korea Casey cried for like a week her her mom her biological mom would tell me like you know like she like please facetime her like she will not stop crying So I don't know if she was thinking I was never coming back or I don't know. I don't know what went through her head, but I mean, it's hard. Every time I have to go out of town, it's very hard, especially on her.
0: What is one thing about you that no one would ever guess?
1: I'm an introvert. I'm very introverted. And, you know, part of my job is to be out there and doing my thing, but then, when I get home, I mean, I'm drained. I'm so drained. And I really need time to just recharge. Yes. Yeah. Do you do any old people things? <laughs> yes. <laughs> A lot.
2: <laughs> and what is it?
1: So, first, I go to bed really early. And I wake up in the morning. I have to have at least two cups of coffee in the morning. Otherwise I'm useless. I grunt when I get up, like <laughs> body hurts. I'm constantly like, Oh, my knee. Oh, my shoulder. Yeah. I'm old.
0: We're all there. <laughs> what would you tell your younger self back in August, 1991? as you started your senior year and what would you tell yourself as a graduate?
1: Starting my senior year, I would tell myself to try a little harder than I did. As a graduate, I would probably tell myself not, not to lack confidence, not to be afraid. You know, just whatever it is you want to do, you're going to achieve it.
0: Would you have listened to yourself?
1: Yeah, of course not. <laughs> I don't even listen to myself now
0: (laughs) what do you miss about the 90s oh
1: my god I don't know that I miss anything about the 90s it was kind of a I don't know you know I mean not very fashionable comfort you know I guess that's (laughs) that's what was but I guess I miss being able to do mixtapes and mix CDs because now what don't, it's like, you miss? Oh, what don't I miss? Um, not having the confidence that I had later in life.
0: Have you been to the new Nixon high school campus and what did you think of it? not professional opinion but just personal (laughs) opinion and then maybe we'll get into professional opinion (laughs) offline like they say
1: I know no you know what I've I have not been there um we drove by it a few years ago uh, when I was in Laredo visiting my parents and my mom was like oh let me drive you by the new campus and it looked nothing like what it did when we were there and it was huge and i couldn't grasp the concept of what the function because of course you know i'm like thinking function yeah i don't know i'd like to see a plan of it just to see how how it all lays out now
0: yeah it's enormous from what i've heard yeah what advice do you have for the class of 2022
1: get your face out of your phones and tablets and pay attention to what's going on around you. Big world out there.
0: Now we're gonna go back a little old school. Who do you want to give a shout out to?
1: Sandra Delgado, I give her a shout out to Yesenia Salinas. I see them on Facebook, but you know, I haven't talked to them in ages. And of course, my Ganga.
0: <laughs> of course. If you're making a mixtape for a class of class of 1992, what would be in it? Now's your chance to do the mixtape.
1: All right. <laughs> I'd probably put boy band music on there, low magneto, um, little in sync. But then I'd also put a little bit of Slayer and who else oh a little Marilyn Manson
0: now on to our, our lightning round what was the last tv show you binged watched
1: Coco Melon if you've never heard of it never seen it don't don't look it up it's a kid's show and I had my nephew here this weekend and I watched so many episodes of Coco Melon How about I rephrase? Which was the last real
0: show show that you liked?
1: Um, Squid games.
0: Okay. Yeah. That was a good one.
1: Yeah, that was good.
0: What is your favorite movie from the nineties? Seven. Is there a fad from the nineties that you still think is cool?
1: (laughs) Yeah. The Macarena. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. What is your favorite beverage? unsweet tea with mango and lime from sonic can you get that when you go abroad
2: no
0: unsweet tea no No. how about ice
1: oh no nobody has ice oh my god nobody i literally packed ice trays (laughs) so i could make ice because nobody has ice you go to a restaurant well first of all they don't really drink beverages at Restaurants, you get a little, little tiny cup, like a mouthwash cup, and you get a bottled water for the table, like regular sized bottled water, and that's it. You know, if, I mean, I guess you can order a a soda, but you know, it's gonna be a canned soda, and they'll bring you a soda and little cups for the table. And no ice. So, no ice. And I'm a huge I need my ice. Yeah,
0: me too. I like
1: everything. Everything's more ice than drink. And yeah, so that was kind of, that was torture. I would take my, my bottle, have ice at home, right? At my condo. And so I'd fill it up with ice so that I had, you know, water or whatever I was drinking during the day with on ice. Otherwise, yeah, it was terrible.
0: Do you have a signature dish that you cook or something that you bake? And what is it?
1: I'm not great at baking. I'm great at anything with noodles. Whether it be anything from, from spaghetti to any type of Asian dish with noodles.
0: Do you prefer flying or road trips? Definitely flying. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no?
1: I'm going to say yes, but here's something else that not a lot of people know about me. I don't like pizza. (gasps) Yeah. My husband says it's un-American. That is, I don't know who you are. I know. Yeah. I don't, I don't like pizza.
0: Is it the cheese, the bread, the sauce, the meats, (laughs) the
1: vegetables? (laughs)
0: It's,
1: (laughs) I know. I don't know. I, I think it's mostly the sauce. Yeah. I don't. I don't like either.
0: Wow. That it's like I don't know you. <laughs> I know. What tape or CD or LP do you still have from high school that you've played over and over and over?
1: You know what? I don't have any. You don't? No. No. I don't get a choice in music now. <laughs>
0: Okay, before marriage, what tape, music, or CD did you listen to the most?
1: Um, I held on for a long time. I held on to some of my Ricky Martin CDs.
0: Well, that explains it. You were brought into the light. Yeah. You were showed the correct way.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, oh my God, but everything, you know, I went through a a dashboard confessional phase and a bayside phase and so if i play that clay's like oh god what are you listening to here let's put some let's put some motley crew on or let's put some slayer on and so so i guess i do listen to a lot of 80s hairband music
0: well that was my last question is there anything else that you want to add
1: um just that i'm so glad i got to see you and talk to you i mean Aww. Likewise, you are my long, longest, my longest known friend. I mean, it's. I know. Since we were five. It's crazy. It's crazy that we're so old now. And it was not old, old, but just thinking from a five year old's perspective.
0: Right. Yeah. Who would have thought, especially at five years? Yeah. Yeah. And I think I often thought about you because somehow my mom and your mom talked or my mom and yes. someone related to you and somehow like everybody in the neighborhood yeah, <laughs> just yeah. knew each other uh-huh. it was making the neighborhood bigger than what it was but just you know once in a while I would hear my mom mention you yeah. or she would ask I'm like well I, don't, I haven't talked to pre-facebook of course I'm like yeah I don't know <laughs> and I she know. would have more updates so it's like okay <laughs>
1: Isn't that funny that, yeah, our moms would have more of the updates.
0: Yeah. Moms.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: Thank you so much for doing this. I was really happy to get to do this interview. I'm so glad we got to catch up and everyone wanted to, everyone wanted to know about your jets at life, (laughs) traveling all over, going to all these cool places, having fish for breakfast and, and apparently not liking pizza. I don't like pizza. Mm-mm. Thank you for listening and a big huge thanks to everyone who has come on our podcast either to be interviewed or who served as interviewers. If you are interested, even if you're mildly interested in sharing your story, let us know. Let me, Matt or Jessica know or fill out the form on our Facebook group page. Everyone has a story. And everyone's story is worth listening to. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.